is it just me who buys tea every day at the coffee shop because I think the guy at the store is cute? Ooh. <laughs> it's really embarrassing. Say hi. <laughs> I did. I did. This, this is a long time ago. This was a very long time ago. I did it like happened? consecutively like every day for like a month. Was the tea good though? It's okay. It's just coffee shop tea. My dentist was not happy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so you said hi and then? Uh, yeah, I, it, it, it's a whole long story, but um, it, I mean, it ended with him going back to his home country. So oh. let's leave it at that. <laughs> oh no, it's a tragedy. <laughs> hmm, okay, mine would be, is it just me who hates the word staycation? Oh shit, why? I don't know, it's not a word. <laughs> I guess now it's become a word. But because... I checked the definition mm. and I hope I'm right in this and like, because it's been a while. Um, even if you're taking a vacation in your home country, it's still called vacation. Oh, as in what? If you go to another state? I, I guess. Like, I mean, if you if you, t- if you go on holiday, it's, it's still going on holiday. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, like, it, it, it still goes under the same, it's still vacation. Yeah. No, no, but I, I get what you mean because like there's a whole category of words that fall under this category. They are like super annoying. Like it's it's like portmanteaus. They call it portmanteaus, right? Like what's that? Well, portmanteau is like when you combine two words. To, oh, you know, so staycation is one of it, right? Having so a hard time thinking. I right I now. do feel like staycation <laughs> just only applies to I don't know Singapore. Yeah, I guess because we're so small, it's not like we go from state to state and then it it's far enough to be called a vacation or a holiday. Mm. But like, who started this? And I know that it's not just me because do you remember the Good Place, the, yeah. the Netflix show? And yeah. then and then Michael was like, like humans say stupid things and make up stupid things like staycation, and I was like, yes. <laughs> And then now it's everywhere. Like all the time I see all these ads on posters and they're like, oh, have a playcation at Sentosa. Oh my God. Uh, or a Zencation. And I'm just like, stop. Like, it's not. <laughs> stop it. God, it's so cringy. <laughs> Welcome to Is It Just Me? A podcast where we talk about um, the little issues and the little things that bug us and realise it's probably not just us. We hope. It's not just me. Sorry. Is it just me who loses my shit reading the comment section? Oh my god. This is... Okay, like, by this point, it's just rhetorical questions, really. Because, like, it's 100% <laughs> not just us. And, like, everyone is just angry and all the... Like, all the time mm-hmm. in the comment mm-hmm. section. Um, I... Oh, okay, like, let me just do this, right? Like, I, I recently read a news article. Um, it's really depressing to talk about this, but... It's about um, a guy who, who raped a woman... Um, at a fitness corner or something Ugh. like early in the morning and she Ugh. was the woman was in her 60s okay or so um, so so now that I told you the context can, like, can you tell me what you think the comments are oh I, I can guess like which is awful that I know without looking mm-hmm. that they were probably saying things like oh she was so lucky to get anything at that age anyway right yeah bingo yeah <laughs> like how how like I mean, okay, the fact that people are saying this is terrible and absolutely disgusting. 
And the fact that I knew that they were saying this because I guess comments like this is so common mm. that it's expected. Yeah. Like that's a that's another thing too. It, it, it's practically a template by now. You know, like yeah. it's also the same kind of comments you see. And I think like that's one reason why um like it just bugs me so much. Cause like it just it's just like this constant reminder that terrible people exist. Or like or rather or people can be terrible. You know? Right. Um I hope that woman is okay though. Just just wanna put it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's Ugh. it's it's awful. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like even even in terrible things like these, like people just love to like weigh in and joke, uh, mm. or make like really insensitive comments. And I don't know what, like I think everyone has different reasons, right? I don't know if it's for attention. I don't know if it's because they want to feel clever, um, or they just want to be like part of the conversation. They just want to troll. Mm. Um, so I I think I mean talking about this, I think it's a very broad issue because I think there's like a lot of different kinds of comments right a lot of categories like so one there's like like what we talked about people who like troll and make really insensitive jokes and stuff Mm. like that almost like just to provoke Mm. um i guess there are people who just shares like opinions that differ Mm. from you um Mm. so that i guess that ranges from like maybe mildly annoying Mm. um depending on what the issue is Mm. um yeah and so what are the kinds of things that like tend to get to you the most Mm, okay, so before we begin, I do want to state that we are not exactly going to be diving into the content of these comments, but how we feel as consumers uh, of these comments, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I do feel like there are a lot of good discussions on on actual issues in general, but mm. for today, we will be just talking about how it's like being exposed to to that much conflict. I think. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm sorry, what was your question? <laughs> oh, um, what kind of comments tend to like get to you the most? <clears throat> I guess comments like that, uh, comments that uh, belittle the pain of others, comments that are just insensitive, mean, bullying, teasing, um, anything that really hurts another person really mm-hmm. gets to me, mm-hmm. especially things that are just completely unnecessary to say. Um, I can forgive like genuine ignorance, but then... Mm-hmm. You know, as people, I do find that people are a lot more willing to educate now, which is really nice mm-hmm. uh, in a, in a, like a genuine way. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to shut you up or I'm not try- trying to prove or how, how wrong you are, but I, I genuinely want to educate you and I hope that you'll listen and understand. Uh, and when people, um, accept it and listen, uh, that's great. Yeah. Like that is, I guess, the best out of a, uh, unpleasant, potentially unpleasant, uh, beginning of a situation Mm -hmm. but when people are educated and then choose to agree to disagree um i understand that differences in opinion exist but i do feel like there are some issues where to me it's not okay to disagree like for example if you are racist Mm -hmm. i don't think i can accept i disagree that you shouldn't be racist Mm -hmm. like to me there are some clear rights and wrongs right um and when people who are well informed and do know i guess as much as there is to know about situation decide to still um be on the side of hurt Mm. that gets to me okay yeah yeah i mean i think same here like i think there are always going to be these like really hot button issues Mm -hmm. um that i just 
extra touchy and sensitive, racism being one of them. Mm. Um, but I'm going to put a pin in that and like come back to that later. So just like back up a bit, right? Mm. Like how often do you actually like look at comment sections online? Like what is your, what is your behavior online? You know what I mean? Like do you just mm. scroll past them or do you like actually go through, like, you know, do you always yeah. click, like see all comments and right. like look through them? Um, I would say I do do it less now just because I am tired of being exposed to all these um, unpleasant comments all the time. I mean, they do tend to be the most, the ones to get the most attention. So they tend to kind of jump to the top and get pinned mm. or, or whatever, mm. top comments or whatever. Mm. Um, so sometimes if I read an article um, and I know that they're going to be like awful things being said, I just choose not to. Yeah. Um, sometimes if I know it's going to be good comments, like maybe it's like a cute video of a cat or a mm-hmm. dog, um, then those are the ones that I like to see. Mm-hmm. So I guess after being exposed for so long, I can sort of guess or have a good idea of what the comment section is going to be like. Yeah. Um, and sometimes if it's like a social issue um, on maybe a reputable, well, reputable is a bit, difficult uh, <laughs> nowadays um, on a platform that has the potential to have a good discourse mm-hmm. then I might click on it but then I think it's very easy to also very quickly see what the general mood is like yeah. or what the general vibe and approach is like on the, on, on the in the section and mm-hmm. if it's not what I'm looking for then I just stop okay yeah or sometimes out of curiosity I think recently I saw this uh, like on TikTok even like mm-hmm. people talking about like women's safety and stuff and you have some yeah. um, people who are just like oh it's not my problem like you're just being insecure and all, and of course these people are not the ones that actually have to deal with women's safety Um, and I did read the comments to see both um, maybe the opinions of the people who have to deal with this problem mm. as well as the comments of people who don't mm. and then how they interact Okay. Yeah. And how do they interact? Um, unfortunately, it was not the best. <laughs> In this particular situation, at yeah. least. Like yeah. the ones that... Uh, okay, so there there were a couple of people and TikTokers that actually posted uh, to educate. Mm. Um, and maybe it was a little bit like sassy. I wouldn't even say it was rude. It was like, I really want to educate you. And, and honestly, the sass was just completely appropriate because like... This is an important thing. You're talking about people's safety here. And, and you know, there are million reports all the time on, on, on girls getting attacked mm-hmm. um, and, and raped and kidnapped and molested and whatever. Like, it's it's not something to joke about. It's not funny. It's not a lighthearted mm. conversation. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, the person that she was directing uh, her views to didn't really get it still. Was mm-hmm. still like, nah, I don't really hear about this in my life. So yeah. it's not I don't think it's a thing maybe yeah. it's just for you yeah um so and then so then, then there were some other people who were like uh trying to kind of help the mm. the 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 lesson mm. um and it was just not getting through yeah yeah which then got me really hot and bothered I guess I guess that's the nature of a lot of like discussion online like people tend to like when they comment they just want to be heard and like they just want to put their opinion out there. They're not mm. looking to actually really discuss like, you know, anything. So I think the fact is a lot of people aren't very, I mean, I think quite a lot of people aren't actually very open to hearing another opinion when they co- leave a comment. Yeah. And my yeah. friend actually, I was I was uh, talking about this to my friend and he was sharing about this thing that he found uh, called the bullshit asymmetry 
asymmetry principle. So the amount energy of energy needed to refute bullshit is an order of magnitude bigger than to produce it. And then there's this really cute like comic. Um, there's someone going, wait, I bet the moon's made of cheese. And then the other person is like, well, uh, spectrographic analysis and orbit calculations suggest not. Plus, we built a rocket, took people there, and they couldn't eat the moon. And then the other guy goes, hmm, yeah, I'm still thinking cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, sometimes it's just a losing battle. Like Sometimes the person is just determined not yeah. to accept any any form of sense or anything yeah. else, yeah. whether it's sensible or not. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess that has affected my comment reading habits. Okay. Like, sometimes I just don't want to see. There is a lot of restraint. <laughs> I like, cause I, like, I really need help on this front. Because, like, I don't know why I do it, like, to torture myself or, like, I'm just feeling, I don't know, almost, like, a sort of form of, like, self-torture, like a sadism of sorts. Because, like, sometimes when I see, like, a news article and I just know, like, it's the kind of article that's going to attract a lot of trolls or a lot of, like, mm. comments that's going to piss me off. Like, mm. I actually actively go and look through the comment section. And then sometimes, I think it's even worse. Sometimes when I open it and then I... I actually see like, I'm actually surprised by like, for example, um, if the comments aren't as bad as I thought it would be, like people right. are actually supportive or I don't know, you know, just being nice. I still scroll anyway to look for that one asshole in like a <laughs> sea of nice people. And so I think back and like, I'm just trying to figure out why I do that because that is so not a very smart thing to do. So I, I feel like I also have done that before. Mm -hmm. And then I was, so as we were, you know, planning this episode, I was talking to more friends about it. And one of them was also saying, um, well, maybe it's because our brains are wired to look for problems so we can solve them. Mm. And oh. it might uh, also be similar to, to how fear tells us, you know, something mm. is wrong. So it, it protects us. It's for survival. And this might be it. Like, you yeah. know, we are trying to find the problem so yeah. that we can, solve it that makes or think about it and think about how we can prevent that from being our problem like it's it, it gives us something to think about as compared to things that are agreeing with us yeah. then it's it's not something you would pay attention to because it's in line with everything that you already have and to me that was like that makes so much more sense than like maybe we're just sadistic <laughs> that makes sense that definitely I, I don't know what it says about me that I feel like what I thought was the case was like you know how um, like when when you feel angry about something and like you kind of want to just kind of take it out on something or like mm, get mm, it out mm. in some way like this is sort of aggression right yeah and I was just wondering like oh is it because like I look at a newspaper article or, or like whatever it is um, and it made me feel angry and it's like I went out there like looking almost like looking for a fight right you know like um, yeah which is why I kind of like actively like go through the comments looking for someone to reply which I have to admit I used to like yeah yeah I like so I used to be I mean I don't do it often but I have definitely done it before where I if I get really upset the comment I reply to tell off the person mm. or to you know um yeah in my head like put them in their place right yeah but, I have done it before too yeah I think it's really natural I, I mean obviously clearly like a lot of people do it because the comment section is full of this but I, I mean I guess over time, you do sort of wonder how productive mm. is it? Are you Are you just really adding noise to mm. the whole thing? Or, you know, like, does it even actually help? Um, and I think it's just, honestly, it's really tiring. Just being exposed to this constant, constant. Yeah, just it being is. Yeah, having that access to it 
um everywhere like every every online platform anywhere you can imagine there is bound to be like such things I think that we're exposed mm. to um yeah I think I definitely need to talk about like why uh, not why but like how we deal with it because it's definitely not going anywhere yeah no honestly sometimes uh in some comment sections I've seen uh both sides have a point or maybe it can even be like an interesting discussion is being held mm. um and it can be a positive experience mm. but if it's not moderated properly or if either side or both sides are a bit on the extreme ends, then the tendency to come to a tense impasse becomes really high. Yeah. And at the end of it, if no one is listening, it's like a, so what? Like, you, this is just going to be a cause for conflict forever? So then what do we do about it? Don't know. Um. So for me, there was one time it happened, appeared on my feet. So it was actually on a friend's uh, a friend posted something and then two of her friends um, then started arguing in the comments and mm. she was like, um, please stop. Like, this is my page. You know, it's a safe space for me. Like, yeah. I don't want this here. Like, yeah. you can either take it elsewhere and also, like, I love you both. Like, I don't I don't want, like, both yeah. of you to be arguing yeah. on my page. Yeah. Um, and they didn't stop. Oh. Actually, yeah. Shit. It went on for... Uh, a few more rounds, I think. Uh, and she had to comment again, like, please stop. Like, this is not pleasant for me. It's making me uncomfortable. And I think eventually they did, but it was quite shocking to me mm. that their argument was at that moment more important than both, like, of their friend. Yeah. Like, feeling comfortable on home page yeah. and like respecting her online space yeah essentially right yeah do you remember what the issue was about like what i don't they- i'm sorry i really don't um but i do remember also watching like i think a long time ago like some video about like vegans versus meat eaters mm-hmm. and it was like yes y'all have good points but both were just not willing to budge mm. in any way mm. i'm not saying give out your principles mm. and then jump to the other yeah. end but like it was just it, it just didn't end and it was I zoom. I mean, I think because the problem is that when it gets unpleasant, yeah, right, because you can disagree but still be civil and yeah. polite. Yeah, it kind of became more and more heated as as far as I can remember, and mm-hmm. I don't remember an end because I don't think it did. Yeah, and I mean, if this is this is something that we see all the time, I can imagine as a consumer it gets a bit tiring and maybe even a bit hopeless to mm. see people argue and have it result in nothing but tension and and bad feelings yeah so mm-hmm. I guess it's a measure of how we manage it and what we do about it yeah it's a consumer yeah. okay so I guess it's still a good thing I think to feel affected and angry like because it kind of tells me that it means you still care you know and you're still human and i think it's better i suppose than being i don't I, like I personally i think i would rather be that than be apathetic um so i think it's just more of managing uh how i feel or how or how what i do like with or maybe maybe like drawing boundaries and like, restricting my access like comments like that I don't know. Like, I'm just spitballing here. That's pretty interesting, actually. And actually, really positive. Because I used to feel... Like, whenever I saw something that was unfair or unjust, I would feel badly about it. Um, but then almost 
fault myself for it. Like, you're making yourself upset. Um, That's bad. Like, you shouldn't let things bother you. But, I mean, it's people who are upset about unjust things that then make changes and make the world a better place by doing something differently, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think it's also important to remember, like, that what people comment... I mean, what we comment, right, like, says a lot about ourselves more than anything. It's not something that we're responsible for each other, you mm-hmm. know? So, and I think um, something that is, like, I keep forgetting is that things are just really amplified online. So, mm. you know, whenever I see, like, um, for example, if I see, like, really misogynistic comments, um, it just, I don't know, it just kind of makes, it's very hard not to feel like, okay, this is, this is the whole world I'm living in. Right. You know, but I think... Yes. Oh my gosh, I fall into that all the time. Yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, I think... I don't know, it's also a good example of that, honestly. It's like the whole election thing, right? Like, mm. it, it always feels like there's a lot of anti-PAP sentiment online. And it, like, and that's why a lot of people tend to feel like, oh, okay, like, that means next election, like, yeah, PAP is going down. And then the results come out and it's like, okay, well, mm. no, majority is clearly still in favour, like, of mm. them. And it's it turns out to be a shock for some people because... I think it's just the fallacy of thinking that like the loudest voices is the majority, are mm. the majority. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I guess the people online, they don't, re- re- like, yeah, essentially they don't represent any, any, everyone. Mm. And it might be that the ones that like to troll and like to get attention by saying certain controversial things, like for the sake of it, they're just the loudest. Yeah. So I think what you do like is, a really good thing like you draw mental boundaries right so it sounds like you do a lot of mental preparation before you even like click open a comment section um maybe that has become a habit mm-hmm. because yes I don't want to it, like yes I realize now that it's not a bad thing that I get upset mm. but sometimes I guess my mental strength isn't enough that mm-hmm. I will get upset and it might lead me to feeling a certain strong negative way that's not appropriate for the actual like living situation that I'm in Mm -hmm. if I'm in the middle of a social gathering I take a I take an online scrolling break yeah um and then I see something like it gets me hot and bothered like that's not gonna work on the company that I'm with (laughs) and neither do I honestly want to get into it um but yeah, so I guess for me what works for me is just avoiding it altogether but it doesn't mean that I avoid a different opinion altogether. Mm. I think it's also um, knowing what to expect depending on what forum I'm on. Mm. So, for example, I mean, there's so many forums like Facebook, Straits Times, Stomp, TikTok, or maybe like even an academic page, you know, Mm. like uh, a page that has proper discourse and a good moderators. Like, I like to maybe do a mental check on like if I am looking for a reasonable, fair discussion on this particular political topic like mm-hmm. which forum do I go to right and then trusting the one that's more credible and more suited for whatever issue that I'm I'm looking to read about okay yeah so just being a bit more intentional a bit more aware of where I'm getting my information from and and what kind of opinions I'm kind of taking on yeah being more selective I guess yes exactly like mm-hmm. I mean yeah it, it could be anything like research, research papers mm-hmm. academic forums news articles mm-hmm. um, or if I want to have a more casual fun time then 
looking for maybe like the more wholesome content, like yeah. funny cat videos and relatable meme type things. Yeah. And then comments on that. Yeah. Or comments that I know will be funny. Yeah. Like sometimes you see a TikTok and that's like a little bit funny yeah. and then you see the comment that's like super funny. And it can yeah. be like the stupid kind of funny. Yeah. But yeah, if that's what I want at the time, like I guess I can also kind of make the comments work for me in the sense where I can entertain myself by being picky. Yeah. If you get what I mean. Yeah. I have to say, I mean, props to, you know, people but like comment section is not entirely like a complete cesspool like I think there's actually a lot of comic goal there there are yeah. a lot of people like really, really great so sense funny. of humor um yeah so I think also it's about yeah like like you said just being selective about like which comment sections you feel like you're mm. mentally ready like, like you feel like you're in a mood to like look at um but you know just going back to like like talking about comments where it's not unpleasant and it's not um it's not like it's not it's not a troll, right? Right. It's just someone with a different, a different opinion. opinion. And but it's a really like it's an opinion that's very hard to accept. So let's just say I mean let's even just say it's like it's racism, right? Mm. Um and you do want to engage with the person uh and talk to them mm. without it escalating into a really ugly like fight. Right. So I think there is something you can still do. Um I think there are ways to go about that. Right. Uh, I feel like a rule of thumb like that's pretty safe to stick to is to always remember to like kind of just ask someone what makes them say what they said. I feel like why is always a very um it's a very simple but I think it's a very effective question because mm. I think it makes um I think first of all the it lets you learn like the other person's perspective mm. and second of all I think if the person was really just saying something to be an asshole like they won't be able to answer that right like it I mean it's like it's a question that involves you like really thinking through why you just like said what you just said. Mm. Um, it involves you like really backing it up, right? So mm. I think that's a pretty safe way to go, I suppose, if you do want to engage with someone. Um, mm. Yeah, like I actually learned a lot from this book I read um, called Nonviolent Communication. Mm. It's by this psychologist, I think, called Mar Marshall Rosenberg. Um, it's, it's actually about like communication techniques for dealing with conflict, like with people, like, you know, your friends, family, like relationships, um, and how to, like the title says, like not let communication get violent. And he didn't mean violent, like abusive or, you know, like, um, or like rude. I think he meant emotional violence, which is, you know, sometimes we can say words that like really inflict pain on someone, even if you don't sound, uh, mean. So, um, I think there were a couple of like tips that he gave, which I thought were actually really, really handy, even when you apply it to uh like online communication, like in like comment sections. So like number one, I think he said something about like uh to observe and recap. So the whole process, it should begin with very neutral observation. And what this means, like the easiest thing to do is to just recap what the person has said, uh, without any emotional input. And that means like you don't attach any judgment or story to your response because you only see that through your own filter, right? Your own lens. Mm. Um, so actually he gave a really, really, really great example mm. which is so relevant for like an online comment section. So I'm going to say what the first person says and like it sounds exactly like a very typical comment you might see on the comment section. So it goes, uh, we have to do something about the illegal immigrant problem because they're taking away our jobs and people like you don't care. Mm. So... An example of like doing the observe and recap here is mm. saying something like, okay, I'm hearing you say that you're worried about your job security and that other people in this country are ignoring that concern, which is essentially a rephrase yeah. 
of like what the guy said, but kind of like distilling it down to what he is actually like concerned about. Because when people, I find when people tend to like say, lash out and say things like that, it's because it's to do with a concern that is very like personal to them, right? Mm. It's, yeah, it's, it's generally when people like, if you make a sipping statement about like a whole group of people or like a whole race or like a whole category, chances are it's because you probably, you may have had a personal experience with, you know, someone from that group or, or mm. whatever, right? Like, right. and so it all, it kind of stems from, it may stem from that. Um, I think another thing he was suggesting was, uh, to make a request. So, um, that could be in the form of like, when I said, oh, you should just ask the person like why they said what they said. Um, another thing is, I think it just always works better when you engage with these people by asking a question or like, sort of, like, you know, like requesting something. So for example, um, if you go, hey, I'm just wondering if I understood you correctly. Like, do you mean that blah, 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 blah? Or, um, hey, like, would you mind just reading this article about this thing and like, tell me what you think? Mm-hmm. So I think generally that helps to diffuse things a lot. So it does help to start a dialogue if that's what you want to do. Mm. Um, but not let it feel like a confrontation. Right. And yeah. this also kind of gives them an opportunity to feel like their input has value and then maybe thinking through and making sure that what they're saying is of value. Yeah, exactly. So I Instead think, of just lashing out. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's... I think the comment section is generally a very emotional... It's like the emotions are very heightened. Mm. And I there. guess the, the nature of digital um, replies is quite casual. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. Like you can just reply anything you want, really. Yeah. And almost anonymously, you know. Yeah, it's it's the, yeah, you're right. It's the it's the safety of being behind mm, a the screen, screen yeah, and all that, that. So I the physical I think, distance. Mm, exactly. Uh so I think it's kind of about figuring out how to if you do want to engage with them to in a way take the emotion out of it. I think mm. you can do that while still being empathetic. And there's not, not easy to do it at all. I'm not saying it's like an easy thing to do. Um but yeah, I just feel like if you are gonna add a comment to it, it might as well be productive. Right. And yeah. not just kind of adding to the mix of um yeah, like the noise. I mm. do have a friend's friend who actually said before that she makes it a point to comment something positive. Um not in reply to anything, like you know, like just just a positive comment there. And like that was actually very interesting to me because that's just something I would never do. Not because I don't feel like, you know, um, not because I don't feel happy for whatever it is. Like, mm-hmm. okay, let, let's take an example. Let's say, uh, um, maybe, you know, uh, let me think. Maybe if they allow, for example, singles to buy flats earlier, for example. Let's just that say, would be great. Yeah. So, so let's just say that's, that's the thing, right? Like, I do feel happy about it. And I feel happy for the people that it would be great for. Um, but not enough to like, rather not enough, but like, I, it wouldn't make right. me want to comment right. on it. Um, but I thought it was interesting that there was, you know, this person who actively tries to, in her own very small way, like, cut through a bit of the mm. the, the negative clutter that you see mm. online. And I think that's also maybe one way of, like, yeah, like, coping with it. I actually try to do that, but maybe more for, like, personal friends' posts. Mm. Um, mainly because I realised when I receive them, it means a lot. Mm. And it, it doesn't even have to be like anything major. It could be like a few emojis and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's something that I've started doing and really like. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. Because like, 
even so like so like you're saying that's on the personal pages yeah. right so i was talking to um what my friend uh you know because we're talking about how like okay yeah even if you do comment like these comments like these positive comments here and there it's just one really really soft voice in like mm. a sea of like everything mm. else it doesn't feel like it's much but when i talk to um a couple of people um especially people who are like i think from groups that are in the minority or like marginalized um and they have actually shared that like when they do scroll through the comments and if they see like even though if there's a sea of like comments that are like sort of you know against them mm. or speaking to you know derogatory way about them like i think just seeing uh, a few comments here and there that are like positive and in support of them that actually does help them personally that's great yeah okay that's a good habit maybe yeah so, i think i should try yeah like that i thought too. Yeah, that was a very interesting point of view. That mm. I never and as a consumer, actually, I'm trying to... Uh, well, it actually only started because you we were talking about how we tend to focus on the negative comments. Mm-hmm. So now I'm trying to do the opposite. I'm trying to focus on the good. How? Uh, like, as in just noticing the positive comments oh. and having it hold a bit more weight in my own feelings about the post. Because we were discussing about mm. how, like, this whole sadistic thing where, like... Yeah even though there could be a sea of positive comments, you focus on the one bad thing. I'm kind of trying to do the opposite now. And it's been pretty nice. Well, I have not, I actually have not started trying that, but try it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I guess it's it's also kind of in my own way, rebelling against that one yeah. mean person. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not going to give you my attention. My attention is going to go to all these people who are being wonderful. Mm. Um, and letting the weight of the positive whole more in my heart mm. than that one or two people who just want to shit on it for no reason. That's a nice way of looking at it. And I suppose if all else fails, there's always um, like, you know, Instagram accounts of cats. <laughs> <laughs> That's, Yeah. So to conclude today's episode, I think there will always be people who will disagree with you in matters big or small. That's just something that will never change. And the internet does make it too easy to be exposed to constant conflict. But managing what you're exposed to can help in filtering through the noise of dif- of a million gazillion opinions. And for me, what does help um, is to open my mind to opinions that I can keep into being a more empathetic person um, and then avoid the opinions that add no value to my life. Okay, so like which comment sections do you feel like are a good go-to place for, you know, um, when you need a break from the really terrible comment sections? Okay, uh, guilty pleasure sometimes. Mm. Like it really, like the nonsense kind of TikTok comment. Yeah. Like I, I really do enjoy the comment section of those. Like where you just have people like saying like, like oh, so just like TikToks in general. Yeah. So I think there was this one. There was this one TikTok about this person. I think in some country like on holiday, mm-hmm. uh, eating street food, and then someone was like, "Oh my god, you can't eat the street food. Like it's very unhygienic or something like that." And then another guy was like, "Then what do I eat?" And then someone commented, "My ass." <laughs> Really laughed. <laughs> we were like, okay, do you mean it like in a 
in like a like <laughs> meant to be mean way, but I like, know. No, 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 I okay. Yeah, I, I, I think like get like just based on the general tone of yeah. like that particular comment yeah. section. Yeah. Like, I think it was meant to be funny. Okay. Or like a bit trolly <laughs> or like just the super like nonsense yeah, kind. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought it was hilarious. And it's that that genuinely made me happy, but like on a more intellectual level, yeah, yeah. that's maybe not uh, like a bit less stupid. Um, uh, some I think Humans of New York was great. Oh okay. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Like th- actually, that that whole page is a miracle to me. Yeah, yeah. Because like I feel like um, it's very easy to have like very wholesome comment sections for like pages about like babies and dogs and you know pets and whatever. But like when you have a page that is like centered on humans. Uh, and to have like a relatively like wholesome positive comment section is yeah. it's it's yeah it, it it's it's a miracle it really is it really is and Unicorn. it's so many different kinds of stories that are so mm. different from the conventional goodness that we're kind of fed like he I I love that that the guy who manages it Brandon like yeah. features people that I don't do really. Things that you wouldn't expect, uh, wouldn't think about of people doing, like whether yeah. they're escaping like terrible circumstances mm. or taking a different kind of job that's not usually accepted in society, mm. but giving them such a human voice yeah. and the details in their stories, you know, making it somehow relatable in in the emotions that we share and yeah. and people responding well to that mm. is so heartening. People are so supportive there. Yeah, yeah, insanely supportive. Um, another comment section I can think of is uh, we rate dogs. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's this like page where they just post like photos of dogs and okay, it's literally as it sounds like he just gives them a rating and it's always a joke rating like because it's out of 10 right. but like no dog gets like less than 10 because dogs are amazing. Aww. So it's always like at least like oh, 12 or 13 out of 10. Um, And I think it just started off as like a very cute thing but I think over time uh people uh, or rather like the page started posting um about dogs that need medical help or like you know they need funding mm. to do the surgery and whatever and like it gets funded in like mere minutes um oh that's wonderful. yeah people and like people actually like actively like you know they actually feel disappointed when they fail to like fund like to contribute mm. to like you know so once they see the fully funded they're like oh man i didn't get to like contribute so like oh yeah that's the kind of energy there so i feel like that's another really great uh, go to for me like when I want to see happy stuff right yeah and just you know kind of believe that man is good again that's lovely yeah <laughs> yeah so I guess these are like go to pages I okay honestly I feel I, I wish I had more I, I don't really at the moment honestly yeah there's um, yeah well uh, there used to be a page do you remember called gives me hope it's oh, kind of yeah, like yeah. the opposite yeah. of yeah of of F my life. Yep, yep. Which is also a bit of a guilty yep. pleasure sometimes. Yeah, I, I do I do think there, there there is there was one that um yeah that focused on like posting good news or something mm. like that. I will say though that it's interesting because I do find myself thinking, okay, but if these were all the pages I looked at, I'd be very bored. <gasps> and you know, like <laughs> I, I do feel like a bit of balance is nice. Um so I think it's just about knowing when to look at what. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And really figuring out the balance that works for you. Like yeah. I, I mean, I don't want you to be bored, but I don't want you to be like mad 24-7. Yeah, of course. Of mm. course. So Thanks um, for listening. Yeah. <laughs> to our our conflicted feelings about conflict. We hope this helps you in your endless scroll through comment sections. <laughs> <laughs>